Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing all things national duty. Yes, it's that time of the week where we focus on Bafana Bafana. Uh, final international break for the season, of course, uh, with Hugo Bruce looking to get off to a winning start in the African Cup of Nations qualifiers. Of course, it's a double header against Liberia. Here to discuss uh, Bafana Bafana with me is, of course, uh, Deshpatab, as always. And Ayanda Vezi joins us in studio. Ayanda, good to have you back. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. Uh, welcome to our listeners at home. Uh, it's been a while since I seated on this chair and mm-hmm. talked football. It's a pleasure to be back again. International break specialist. That's what they're calling you. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, Bafana Bafana playing uh, to qualify for the AFCON. The last time we played in the AFCON, uh, it was in Egypt in 2019. Mm-hmm where we got knocked out in the quarterfinals uh, by Nigeria mm. under who coach Sheikh Mashaba. So this is the time where Bafana Bafana, I think it's time to qualify. And even the coach said to Hugo Cruz when he was appointed to be the head coach of Bafana Bafana, mm. saying, if I don't qualify for AFCON, then you have a right to kill me. So I think uh, going into this game, uh, the players, he set the mind, the mindset of the players to say, we go there to stamp our authority, mm-hmm. to show um, our opponents that we want to qualify. And also, Bafana Bafana, they need to win these two games because uh, Zimbabwe were disqualified in our group. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, this is the time where Bafana Bafana, I think, could qualify easily. But it won't be easy on the pitch. Mm. But I think I'm confident that everything sets up for Bafana Bafana. Yes. And uh, even in their opening game against uh, Morocco, uh, they were leading and then they fumbled uh, on second half. So Mm -hmm. looking at the squad that uh, coach uh, has called, uh, you can see uh, his mandate that Mm -hmm. uh, he wants to win. Mm. Desh, are you looking forward to seeing Bafana Bafana? Of course, a lot of our attention has been club football over the past couple of weeks, as our, li- our listeners know. But it's time to obviously turn our attention to, um, well, it's National Duty Week. Uh, Bafana Bafana jerseys, we're painting the country yellow and green again. Are you confident in Hugo Bruce and what he can do over these next two games? Yeah, definitely. Uh, firstly, I to the listeners. Um, yeah, I think there's Hugo Bruce, he's... I think he's he's at the at the national setup at the at the right time. Mm. I um I know that um like yeah as uh, Ayanda mentioned he publicly stated that uh, it would be his fault if they don't qualify mm. for Afghan. Um I believe in that same statement he said don't blame him if they don't qualify for the World Cup. Um that being the the next one and and um but it'll be his sole responsibility mm. if the team don't qualify for Afghan and I think when a manager says something like that, it does give the players that you know he does who, whoever he chooses. It means he's got full faith and full confidence in, and these are his his players. You know, these are the ones that he has chosen to fulfill the mission. And um, you know, I think the mission could be completed as early as next week. But then, does that put a target? Because yes, of course, um, we tend to look at coaches when things don't go well. But does that put a a target on Bafana Bafana's uh, head coach's back? Um, being Hugo Bruce, he's now said publicly, blame me if we don't qualify. But now as a player, you kind of, you know, you can use it as a scapegoat, you can use it as a barrier, you can use it as many mm. things. 
um, excusable things for you to not have the greatest game. It re- leaves room for um, complacency, rather. Do you think that was a wise comment? Well, I think it's definitely um, a mental game going on. You know, he's mm. playing chess here with his with his players. Because South um, Africans would do that anyway. I mean, yeah. blame him if things were yeah. to go wrong. So that, did he need to say that? Look, for me, though, when I first um, heard that, the, the immediate thing that came to mind is, is sort of protecting the players as well. He's saying mm. that I will take the blame. It'll be my sole responsibility. And, um, and I think that they, they've come close, you know, as mm. Ayanda mentioned with the Morocco defeat as well. You know, they were in the lead and it is Morocco. You know, they were a very difficult country to play against, you know, <clears> the <throat> African um, Lions. The World Cup. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm. they showed what they, they've done on the World Cup stage. I think semi-finalists to, um, to France, if mm. I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> so it tells you like the, um, um, the level of quality of opposition you are against. And if you just go back, but uh, before that, um, the loss to Ghana, you know, uh, with a World Cup qualification at stake, how huge that would have been for uh, for the country, you know, the amount of um, eyes that were on that fixture. Um, I think, like, he's just come out and said, like, we've, we've, we know what we are capable of mm-hmm. and it'll be my, my duty to, to take us there, having gone so close on two major, major occasions. Mm. Why do you think Hugo Bruce is protecting these players, Ayanda. And it's a two-part set. Do they need protection? Well, uh, looking at what he said, uh, and to the players, I think the players, first of all, they own it to, to, to themselves. Mm. They nearly qualified for the World Cup. Now, in this tournament, I think they want to make up and say, guys, we missed up on a big uh, tournament in the whole world. So, we need to say to our supporters here, this is what we can deliver. I think Hugo Bruce was also trying to defend his players because we also uh, tend to think that uh, if maybe a certain player is called in the squad and Mm -hmm. then he does not perform, we also as fans tend to say why he didn't call uh, this player, Mm -hmm. maybe he would have delivered. So I think Hugo Bruce was also trying to protect uh, the players. I think maybe that also damages the player's mind that yeah. I'm being called in the national team, but uh, I didn't live to the expectations. Mm-hmm. So now this coming is coming back to haunt me. And some players, like uh, if the fans, like they are talking bad about them, uh, psychologically it affects them, mm-hmm. you know. So I think Hugo Prusi was also trying to protect uh, the players by saying that. And surely he, he talks to them uh, behind the scenes saying that, okay, this is what I've done for you guys. Mm-hmm. Now it's your turn to deliver to the people. This is what they want from you. I'm mm-hmm. hired to do this. So let's deliver the mandate to the fans. Let's talk um, tactics before we get into personnel. Um, we've seen in the league, of course, we all follow the PSL, the DSCB Premiership. We've seen what Mamelodi Sundance have done this season and what they continue to do and the records they continue to you know, achieve to break. Is it a case of just copy and paste put that put whatever's happening in the Mamelodi Sundowns and just put it into the international fold because what you're seeing at Sundowns is there's a lot of South African based players yeah. uh, South African players and very few foreigners yes foreigners make up you know just to complete that puzzle but there is a strong South African core in that Mamelodi Sundowns team yeah. can you go Bruce just take that take Rulani's book and 
yeah. use it for the national team. You know, Spain, they did the same thing when they won the World Cup in 2010. Mm. Most of the players that were there, I think they were Barcelona players mm. and few Real Madrid players, and they went all the way to win the, the tournament. Mm. The combination play is there for Mamelodi Sundowns players. And I think Hugo Bruce, when he sits at the training and see the boys, he, he will be like, okay, I can see the combination uh, with Sundowns players. If maybe I can put these, who, these players in this position, maybe I can get what I want. So for me personally, if I'm the coach and uh, the coach is the one who's always with the players, he knows. Uh, but first, uh, when you're at the national team, everything changes. Mm. The coach comes up with his own philosophy, like everything changes. So it's Should he? That's what I'm asking. Should he? Because yeah, for there me, is a, sun, a successful team in the country that's happening. Yeah, for, for me, I, I, I say he should go for it. We've seen Sundowns, uh, how they did in Africa. So use yeah. Sundowns' tactics and just implement that at the national team? Yes. National level? Y- yes. And I think uh, with the players that he called, uh, I think they can fit very well in the Sundowns, even if, let's say, maybe Sundowns signed those players mm-hmm. to this current team. I mm-hmm. think they can fit very well in, in Sundowns. Mm, the, the other players that are, um, are from other teams. Mm, that's, a, that's a pretty good point. And it seems like Ayanda's doing a bit of scouting for Mamelodi Sundowns during <laughs> National Duty Week. Yeah. Desh, what do you think <laughs> about that? Um, yeah, it is a, it's a Sundowns-heavy squad. Mm. Um, I think there's eight of the 23 um, like they trade for the Brazilians. So um, it just goes to show that he, he's... Um, yeah, he's he's seen what he likes, mm-hmm. uh, or rather, he likes what he sees, and yeah, he's gone for it. Um, the big omission, obviously, being no uh, Chiefs players, and I think that's probably probably fair. Um, the one player I would have put in is uh, Yusuf Mart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's covered um, a lot of ground this season, and uh, no Chiefs player has uh, played more league minutes than he has. So it tells you, um, and that's including goalkeepers because. Mm. Total of three have uh, have been between the six four Chiefs this season, and um, you know it's not Chakunya's uh, at least this year, this season as you have seen in, mm. in previous years. Um, but sure, Yusuf Mont being the the main omission for me, I think that means he's going to play um, a double a double pivots in the midfield with uh, Luke Larue and probably Taboho Mokenya with Miguel Tim. Um, Maybe just gonna be used as a substitute. Maybe just to shut off the game or bring him on. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's gonna be a Sundowns heavy attack. I'm sure um, Foster plays as well. Maybe he starts. Um, mm. He he did get the all important goal against Morocco in the previous qualifier. Um, the opener broke through the defense and you know he stayed strong. Showed good pace, good good finish as well against a top notch uh, opposition and goalkeeper. Mm. So I think um, you know he's been scoring for Burnley as well, and I think he goes straight into the lineup. Um, on home soil could probably open the scoring as well. You mentioned um, Lyle Foster playing up top. You mentioned three midfields. I'm I'm kind of thinking that you're leaning towards a four-three-three formation, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, but obviously, in a four-three-three formation, there's only one striker. Um, you putting Lyle Foster there. How much of a case does uh, Malula have? Uh, Sun on yeah, that 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 striker at forward. He's he definitely has a say as well. I'm I'm. Uh, I've been so impressed from what I've seen with them. You know, he's that's why really, it shocked me that you threw Lal Foster's name there so loosely. Yeah. No, I, I think Foster's. I just think you see the coach Bruce has made a case for European-based players as well. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. there's um, eight Sundowns players and then eight foreign players. Mm. So again, it shows that 
he's he's looking for because you you can basically say the Sundance players are cut above the rest. You know, they are reading on a um, off the same hymn sheet. You know, they are a lot more technical and they just play a higher level of football as well than the rest of the country does. Just look at the goals they they've scored, the goals they concede, and even on continental um, fronts in the footprint. You know, they haven't won the Champions League in some some time, but they um, they have. They do compete, you know. I think they just um, wiped the floor with Al Ali. Mm-hmm. I think it was five nil or five two. Five two, yeah. So um, that just goes to show, like how dominant they are um, on on African um, competition as well. So I think the foreign players and uh, the eight Sundance players, it just goes to show that he does have a sixteen uh, squad, a squad of sixteen right then and there. And then you're probably just choosing the crumb of the crop from. Um, the cream of the crop from the rest of the PSL, mm. um, but yeah, with, with Malula, he's definitely been the breakout star of the season for me. I'm I'm uh, I'm very impressed from what I've seen, and um, yeah, in just 14 appearances, he's got 12 goal contributions in the in the South African top flight. That's nine goals, That's second crazy. only to Shalulile, who's mm. just been the the number one hitman in the league for like I think the past three seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the point that you mentioned, Ayanda. You mentioned that Sundance could use this as an opportunity to scout players who could fit in and who could link up with the obviously the Sundance team. Um, well, the, the Sundance teammates at the national team. Um, I'm thinking of a front three of Malula, Timberswane, and Saling. Mm. Does that mean Pirates <laughs> could <laughs> could risk losing Saling to Sundance? No, no, no. Uh, I don't. I think know you're a Pirate supporter, so it's <laughs> no, I don't what are emotions speaking? <laughs> No, that won't happen. He just uh, signed a new contract with mm-hmm. Orlando Pirates. So, Mamelo de Sundowns. What is a contract? It's it's South Africa. What is a contract? <laughs> we can have a podcast about that as well. But I mean, yeah. that that link up is exciting to see. Yeah, it's it's exciting to see. Uh, Saleng has also been like uh, on a debate of who should be the player of the season between mm-hmm. him uh, and Mailula, which means uh, if. You can have those front three with Tembazwani providing those passes. Mm. We know Saleng, he likes cutting in the box, uh, leaving the players down the floor. So like, it's it can be like very interesting to have uh, uh, that front three uh, uh, up front. Mm-hmm. But also, we also have Pesitao, mm. who's like been trying to prove uh, people wrong in Egypt who, who are criticizing him mm-hmm. and he is the captain of our national team so definitely he's there in the in that front in that front three mm-hmm. he will be starting the game so uh, I'm expecting maybe Hugo Bruce to go with uh, Dao um, Zwane and uh, Foster mm-hmm. in that game because uh, Saleng and Mailula I think it's too yeah, early yeah it's too early for them but it's also good to give them to give them them a, a goal maybe uh, on the second half when you see maybe that uh, you're trying to be creative, mm-hmm. come up with something new, uh, and then you bring them on. Mm. So that is a very attacking front. Day. What about the midfield then? Because let's go with the formation that Tish has suggested to us, and I think it's one that Hugo Bruce has gone with in the past. Um, I'm thinking of Yaya Sitole anchoring the midfield by himself, leaving quite an attacking. Um, Double pivot of eight yeah. to eight, um, roaming in and around the turning midfield into attack. I think for me, uh, in that midfield, I would go with uh, mm-hmm. uh, I've been very impressed with him, like, uh, he's mm-hmm. been he's done a phenomenal job this season. He scored a screamer in the uh, Champions League as well, I think yeah, it was just yeah. 
passed off for Lyon. Hmm. Yeah, so I would go with him and um, uh, what's the other? The, Luke Leroux. Yeah, Luke Leroux and Sitole. Uh, Sitole. Yeah, to be to be yeah, the yeah. one that uh, hold uh, that midfielder. Mm-hmm. So I think if maybe uh, Hugo Cruz can use those players, I think it can be easy for Bafana Bafana to secure the win, especially here at home. And I think uh, Bafana Bafana needs to score two or three goals. Mm. Can I can I ask you this one question? Um, Desh brought it up, so don't shoot the messenger. Um, <laughs> why are there no Chiefs players in the squad? You know, uh, it shows that Hugo Cruz. Yes, they were in the preliminary squad. Mm-hmm. So I think Hugo Cruz, the way he wanted maybe to approach the game, and maybe the way he saw that KZ Chiefs players. Yes, they have been like uh, getting minutes uh, in the in their. Or Kaiser Chiefs that bad is what I'm asking. No, they are not that bad. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you sound very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not that bad. Let's be honest. They mm-hmm. are not that bad. Just that they are going through a rough patch mm-hmm. this season. You, you and know. you don't want that near the national team. Yeah. So I think Hugo Bruce, he knows what is at stake here uh, coming into this game. Mm. And uh, I think he saw that uh, the players that he called, uh, everyone has been like praising those players. So mm-hmm. that's why he went mm-hmm. with those players. Uh, to even show that he even called uh, the players in the in, in the Premier League uh, squad, it shows that there is something that uh, Kaiser Chiefs players, they have, but they need to work more harder to mm. be in the squad. Desh, I think it's that time for predictions. Um, of course, I think it's fair to say that South Africa do go into this game as, as favourites. Of course, we haven't done anything in recent years to suggest that we should be favourites. But um, looking at the squad, looking at what, you know, we've got a team in the country, uh, being Mamalodi Sundowns, who are just ripping Africa to shreds at the moment. So there is that within the squad. Um, it's just a case of how Hugo Bruce can, you know, implement those tactics uh, utilised by Rulani Mokwena. Um, and then, of course, there's the, the talent that comes with the uh, overseas-based players and then uh, a couple of the Orlando Pirates players as well. So what's your, what's your thoughts and prediction? For, yeah. for me, I think it, it sort of depends on, on the lineup. Um, if he chooses a 4-2-3-1, I think he's going a bit more attacking than a 4-3-3. I think the three midfielders would be a bit more reserved mm. um, and uh, maybe <clears throat> offer a bit more protection. I think away from home, he'd deploy a 4-3-3. But this one, you want to start strong. And, you know, I did look at the squad. There were only four midfielders in the squad. So it tells you the number of defenders and attackers. Mm. So that, again, is, um, tells me that he's playing two in the midfield and it's Luke LaRue is going to be one of them. And probably... Uh, but, but I think Mokwenya, I think Mokwenya gets it. And Satoli could play an advanced, but then there's Temazwana there as well. Mm. And I think Foster gets into, the, plays the single striker role. So I think Satole sits out this one, but he could he could prove me wrong because it is at, at Orlando Stadium. Mm. So you know who knows who knows that stadium better than a, a Pirates player. So I think that could be a uh, a sort of a call that dictates the outcome of the game mm. because I do believe Salang starts. I think again the home form. Uh, I mean the Pirates form and it's at his home ground. I think he starts there. I think Malula also gets his debut for. For the for the national team and yeah he's he's another striker bang on form. Foster leads the Lions one a feeding those three players. Mm-hmm. So the two play, the two midfielders makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure if Luke Larue maybe takes the bench for um, Satole and uh, Maguena. Um, 
But yeah, I'm going with a three, a three nil win. Um, I think wow. they're gonna, yeah, I think they're gonna start <laughs> the game very strong. It's gonna be a sold out crowd, and I think he's, um, he's gonna, he's not one to, um, leave it till the last minute. You know, I think he's mm. more than capable of making changes. You know, as uh, you mentioned, uh, Percy Tau is there. Um, you know, just to, he's also got a point to prove, and um, there is another midfielder. You know, one it'll either be Tim or or someone else to come on and just to put more legs in that engine room and start supplying the attack because there's mm-hmm. a host of attackers. And I think whoever performs in this one will start the next one. I think um, he'll be a bit more adventurous and maybe um, bench Tau and for the away fixture. I think Tau could probably play better away from home than on home soil. Um, that's just my my call, but I think 3-0 is the... Be- before I get um, Ayanda's prediction, um, is there anyone that needs to prove their case yeah, for being in the squad? Is there anyone who risks the chance of not being in future Bafana Bafana squads? Does someone need to earn their stripes in this team? Mm. Look, with, with Lyle Foster's age, I think he's he, he could probably be the most talked about you know, if he gets on the score sheet. Mm. Um, when he signed for Burnley, obviously Burnley are looking like a Premier League outfit already. You know, they are just leaps and bounds ahead of anybody else in a championship. And if he's leading the line for Burnley, he should be leading the line for the country because Burnley, again, being a championship team mm. that is going to play in the Premier League. Um, yeah, not, I don't want to say a case to earn his stripes because I do think he's going to lead the line, but definitely want to silence the critics and maybe maybe get them on his, on his side, actually. Mm. Ayanda, time for predictions. I'm with Desh. Desh is going three now. I'm with Desh. I've even said before that uh, this is the game I think where Bafana Bafana should score uh, two or more goals. So I'm going mm. with Bafana Bafana three nil. Uh, and two, two clean sheets. I must say, of um, Desh is expecting clean sheet. You're expecting clean sheet. We've Definitely. touched on the attack, the midfield. We haven't really got to the defense. What are you, what are your thoughts behind that defense? Look, man, our defense like. Uh, the defense that we have from Ronald Williams, like mm. he's been solid uh, this season, and I think the players that we have there at the back, they are also like being. And he, uh, Williams is also like commanding to mm. the players, so I think he has enough defenders that can protect him. So going into this game, without uh, with due respect to the, to our opponents, which is Liberia, uh, I don't think give them any chance. I see Bafana Bafana like. Oh. Taking this one, easy. I've asked this question to Desh. Um, I'm going to ask you uh, whether there's a player that needs to earn their stripes at the national team. Um, on social media, there was a lot of outrage when Kuliso Motau was left out the team, and yeah. uh, Sydney Mobby was um, chosen, and then of course Tapelo Marina, which I don't think anyone had an issue with. But yeah. it seems like there's a host of right backs now ahead of Motau for the national team. Do those right backs need to perform? out their skins to keep Mutao out the national team. Definitely. Once you are called up to your national team, you have to stamp your authority there and mm. show the other players that, yeah, yeah here I am. Mm. Uh, even if the player, they say maybe uh, domestically, they say he's the best. But once you get on that jersey, it's your time to shine. It's your time to show people what you can do. You're ready for to die for your nation. Mm. So I think every player that you, is there deserves to be there. It's now their time. It's either you take it and run away with it or you just lose it. Mm. Well, um, I'm going to go to no. To no, Bafana, Bafana. Um, I'm going to be a bit more modest. Um, South Africa has yeah. hurt me in the past. I'm sure they've hurt many South Africans. 
<laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, so I don't um I'm not suffering alone. And we mustn't qualify as group yet, though. We must qualify. <laughs> well, we've already group. got one team that's out of the equation being Zimbabwe. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it from us in studio. Ayanda and Tesh going for a 3-0 victories for Bafana Bafana. Uh, myself, Jesse Nagel, I'm going for a 2-0 win. Um, and I usually end this podcast with Come On Arsenal, but I can't do that this week. <laughs> uh, so let's go. Come on, Bafana Bafana. Let's go. Come Hashtag on. Bafana Bafana pride. <laughs> Come on. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers.